episode 65 of the TFW podcast. That is freaking wrestling. We are here on a Wednesday. What up, folks? Nothing. What's up with you? You felt that. Why was my uh, voice so high pitch right there? I have no idea. That was like Mickey Mouse. That is hilarious, though. What up, man? What up, lady? What's the good word? What's good in the hood, as Vince McMahon said to uh, John Cena backstage? That was actually at Joe Louis Arena. He actually says, I'm not going to do that. We were at that show. That was Survivor Series. That was when he dropped the end bomb. Yep. Sure did. He said, What's good in the hood? And then Cena just went along with it. Speaking yep. of Vince McMahon, right? They merged. It's it's finally here. We knew about it, of course, Mania weekend, but the merger has officially happened now with WWE and UFC. Before we get to that, you guys know the usual suspects on this podcast. I am Matt. We have Rhodesia here. Hola. We have Ishan here. Thank you guys for listening. As always, we appreciate you. We love you. Let's get right into it. Uh, there's a there's some write ups. I mean, once again, we didn't really learn anything new today that we didn't know Mania weekend when they announced it. But it has been officially a merger now. They launched Tuesday morning on the New York Stock Exchange. It is TKO Group opened up with a valuation of twenty one point four billion dollars with the b good lord that's a lot of money (laughs) ton of money ufc's parent company endeavor will own 51 percent of tko and wwe shareholders will receive a 49 percent stake whatever whatever uh vince mcmahon formerly the controlling shareholder of wwe will serve as an executive chairman of tko ufc president dana white will now operate as ufc ceo Endeavor CEO Ari Emanuel will also be the CEO of TKO. And Endeavor executive Mark Shapiro will serve as TKO's president and chief operating officer. Nick Khan will function as WWE president. Says expectations are that UFC and WWE will continue to run as separate programs. UFC senior executive president and chief operating officer Lawrence Epstein told ESPN. White will continue to run the day by day of UFC, Paul Levesque will head up WWE Creative. UFC and WWE may begin holding major events on the same weekend in one city and leveraging their combined strength with negotiating with tourism authorities. That is going to be massive business. Holy hell. Sheesh. And Uh, I think they even mentioned, oh, they mentioned that they were going to try to go beyond combat sports too. Well, here it says where we want to get to is where every UFC fan is a WWE fan and every WWE fan is a UFC fan. Merger also opens the door to future crossovers. Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey, for example, have already won world championships in both organizations. Uh, UFC fighters are going to stay focused on the UFC and WWE superstars obviously do something different in our ring concept, but you also see in the UFC people with big personalities who once their UFC run is done, once the UFC and the fighter says, hey, maybe now's the time to call it a day, could those people have a longer life at WWE, an extended life with TKO? We think so. So it sounds like they already have some plans for some incredible crossovers and bundling weekends together. Isha, I know you're not a big uh, UFC fan. Rhodesia, you are. I am, of course. News for you. Like I said, this is nothing that we didn't know already for months and months. It is now official. What are you hoping to see different, if anything, with this uh, merger with UFC? Was that to me or Isha? To E. I got to be honest. Of course. Business as usual for me. In the Big Daddy household, business as usual. Um, like I've I've always wanted for years to uh get into UFC. Um, uh, I just haven't found the right place to kind of get in where I fit in. So I've always been interested in it, and maybe this might be a great opportunity for me. But as far as WWE and how it operates and how it shows up on my TV, business as usual for me. I can't really hope for much more. Rudy. 
it's good to see, I don't know if it's good for the pocketbooks, but it's good to see that they are going to try to leverage having super hit weekends with both UFC and WWE because I, I like, I love them both. So again, pocketbooks probably is going to be like, Ooh. what in the hell? Um, but I'm excited and about it. And WWE is going to have to switch nights because mm-hmm. remember they do the majority of their shows now on Saturdays, Well, that's not mm-hmm. going to fly unless they're just looking at just bundling they don't want the fans going to both shows. Right. I guess that's a possibility. And then just but, they just have in town get better deals yeah. in town as a however this is gonna look, I'm excited. Like I said, there's nothing new that we learned today that we didn't hear about before. Um it's always something when it's official, of course, you know, things can happen up until that point. Um, I think probably one of the best things for for me as a fan to see, and I know you're probably going to get there, but a lot of the pictures we saw Montez and Bianca Belair. So mm-hmm. how Looking amazing like a million bucks, baby. <laughs> presentation Looking is like for a us. Million bucks. Yeah. I'm, overall, I'm super some, excited. Uh, what if we get some early afternoon WWE shows? Right, family friendly. Uh-huh. No, you start you a, say a on Saturday. show at one o'clock mm-hmm. on a Saturday and it ends mm-hmm. at whatever time. And then later on in the evening, you are still in the area. You go back down to the arena and, or another arena and see a UFC fight. Maybe just a day of TKO. What's that song back in the day, man? TKO. Just another another love TKO. TKO. I, I was going to say, how far hey, we going back? That's Teddy right there. There That's you go. I think you need to let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it go. You know what he did? You know <laughs> what he did on it? Uh, yeah, I think but hold on, wait. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'll let you mm-hmm. go. I'm gonna let you finish, but Thanks, I just, I just hope. Then, with this being said, they're gonna pay UFC fighters more money. Oh, that's coming. So something, that we need to see that it wasn't in that article, but there was something around them kind of knowing on the UFC side, fighter pay is gonna have to switch a little bit. You talking about twenty one point so, four billion dollars? These people need to make a lot more money. Mm. Yeah, I don't even think that we can probably even, they may not even know, like, what this is going to turn out to be mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I think we absolutely are going to see crossovers. I think we're going to end up seeing Roman Reigns in the crowd, front row at the biggest show, and then there's a, you know, promotion, 20-second piece of his next big match. We're absolutely going to see people like Conor McGregor in WWE now. I think for me, as long as Triple H stays head of creative, it's going to suck because with any merger, we know there's probably going to be a lot of people who lose their job that works in the office. So yep. hopefully they land, they land on their feet. I'm sure they're going to get a pretty substantial compensation package for that. But in terms of like product, I don't think the product is going to change much on television. I think where we'll see the, the bigger bang is going to be, they're talking about, once again, like these crossover weekends, like these bundled weekends would be insane. For mm-hmm. a city. And now, you know, we talk about Nick or not Nick, but Tony Khan making sure they went to Wembley where they had to pay for rent for Wembley, as typically anybody does. WWE didn't go to Wembley because Cardiff, where they went, actually paid them to come. Mm. So Ooh. now you can imagine what that price tag is looking like. You know, on some of these shows, you're looking at WWE has already surpassed. Super Bowl when it comes to how much money they generate for the economy, wherever city they're in. You add UFC to that, big money, man. Big money, big plays. So shout out to everybody that's involved. This is now a non-owned Vince McMahon and McMahon family WWE, which I don't really care either way, to be honest. They're still involved. But I saw a lot of people on social media a couple days ago just like, Oh my God, this is, you know, the, the last show that Vince McMahon is ever going to be the, the top guy. You know, do we see Shane and Vince and Stephanie on Raw? It's like, no, you don't. It's not. No, we do not. So those we people didn't. must still, those people must still then be rooting for Vince. Cause Vince, he's canceled in my mind. You got Hogan real. and you got. <laughs> <laughs> it's real to them, damn it. Yeah, you're right. It's still real to me. One thing that Nick Khan did say that I want to get your guys' thoughts on. They asked him about CM Punk. What? Let's try to dissect <laughs> the up. speaker uh, corporate talk of this. Okay? He says... Okay, what's the question? We only have, uh, will CM Punk 
are you guys looking to bring him back to WWE? Okay. Nick Khan says, we only have respect for Phil. We appreciate his run here. We appreciate what he did and what he tried to do with the UFC. Not many people can actually get in there and do what he did. So, when we have respect for Phil, we wish him nothing but the best. Whoa. End quote. I take that as Nick is like, I'm straight. I don't want anything to do with him. That's how I interpret it. Ishan, what you think? Man, these are the same guys who said they weren't selling either. So you you never know. I don't think he's going to play his hand either way. I don't think you can look too much into his comments to decipher what he's trying to say. Because honestly, at the end of the day, Nick Khan is a true salesperson. You never know when the truth starts and stops. So we'll see. Now, there, remember there, so there was talk that it was going to be Nick Khan's call on if Punk comes back. Because okay. Vince has got his hands in a lot of things. So he's going to be the one that officially signs off or does not sign off on it. That's a whole lot of PR speak. He didn't say mm-hmm. anything there. But it was funny when this quote came out. It was just funny reading people. And if you want Punk back, you took that quote as, oh, my God, he's coming back. Yeah. If you don't want Punk back, you took that quote as, ah, Nick Khan said, screw CM Punk. <laughs> I was just like, there was a bunch of nothing. <laughs> yeah. In that quote. Yep. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, we'll and that's, that's, that's what you're supposed to do. I mean, that's, that's great legal jargon that doesn't <laughs> tilt exactly. his head either way. I mean, it's perfect. Yep. Yep. So uh, let's get into, let's talk first NXT. We typically don't talk much NXT on the show, but let's talk NXT because we had last night Tiffany Stratton and Becky Lynch for the women's NXT title. And I am very happy with what I saw. Actually, what I saw was exactly what I wanted to see. And that was that Tiffany Stratton showed that she belongs. And I, I, I knew already, I felt it, but I'm like, all right, well, if she's going to go against Becky, title match, main event, this is show and prove. By far her biggest match she's ever had in wrestling. Big time spot. They put a lot of resources behind last night's show. I think I counted four or five commercials doing Raw. I remember back in the day where you got like one promo spot. It was like four mm-hmm. or five commercials doing Raw about it. They actually had the contract signing with Becky and tiffany on raw i was like okay and then i heard word was that they were really trying to beat AEW's demo this week so i guess we'll see when the when the ratings come out but uh i thought it was a great match becky wins so looks like we talked about it a couple weeks ago all right let's see what you do after uh trish and she had her match with zoe she had this match it looks like she has course corrected whatever was going on uh maybe it was just like oil and water with her and trish until that cage match where they they killed it but i thought the match was fantastic what you guys think about the match match overall two thumbs up i was happy in the showing um there with tiffany i'm just saying come on up to the main car baby girl she already had the look she already had the mic skills for it um we she showed that she can hang in a ring with somebody who's a veteran who's good in the ring um come on up <laughs> he did it he did it. He is on mute. Yeah. My man did. He, he ain't done cool. in a couple of weeks. Hey, Shout out to you, weeks. man. <laughs> now, now we got to reset that, that counter. Okay. <laughs> Starting all over again. You got well, six hey, months, hey. Eshawn, to not go hey, on mute. To, <laughs> hey, to, to, my, uh, to my defense, it is really late here where I live. So I, I, I can take a fumble or two. Um, but I was saying I agree with Rhodesia. Um, Tiffany Stratton looks great. She sounds great. She definitely believes in her character. Um, and it's, it's perfect that the Barbie movie came out, right? Because like her character seems always seemed like Barbie, so she already kind of knew who she, was, who she was. Good match. Um, I like Becky winning because you know, it puts some more shine emphasis and eyes on the NXT brand, so I think that's good. Uh, really good match. What it, so was it what you expected? From both of you, was it what you, when you saw, okay, this is where we're going. Besides the finish, we can, you know, we could dissect the finish on, hey, did the right person go over? I already saw some, you know, dialogue on social media saying that Tiffany should have went over. You had a chance to make Tiffany. I think that's flawed. 
because this isn't time to make Tiffany. Tiffany will be made on the main roster if she decides if if they decide to go to the main roster. And it was a clean finish. So I don't even know if you do a rematch. We did see Becky with Kiana James uh, a couple segments before that in the promo segment. So I'm going to assume we're going to see something there. But the actual match itself, was it what you expected when you heard about the, the title match? I would say, yeah, it was exactly what I expected for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't have um, any expectations of it really going into the match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't really think of anything either way. Um, I, I, I was actually open for Becky losing. I was open for her winning. Um, I, I think it'd be fine either way. You know, Tiffany just got the title recently. Uh, however, you know, there's a lot of benefit to Becky holding that title. There's, there's a lot of benefit to a main roster and someone as big as Becky holding that championship. Kind of what they tried to do with Charlotte, you know, a couple of years ago when she held the title, trying to mm-hmm. elevate yep. the brand and also the division. Um, but I don't think that the company was fully behind the brand at the time, so it didn't go where it needed to go. But right now, we're in a whole new regime. Um, and I think that Becky holding the title is going to definitely be some positive for, for the company. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how long she's in NXT for. And is it going to be primary NXT or she's going to do the, the Dom thing where every week i mean dom hell dom's working all three shows yeah, right yeah. now but our working we'll see, man you know, yeah so when uh, when but, finn went back down there he never won again did he he did he did yeah, win he okay yep. he did win when he went down there okay mm-hmm. i do yep. i have something in the tuck as far as my comment on the match but i don't want to jump ahead but i got more to say about why i feel like the finish was the finish as far as why we have a new nxt women's champion and give it to us she was like, hell, Nia Jax coming back to Raw? I don't want to get lost in that shuffle even more. <laughs> I'm going to stay down here. Let me win this title real quick and stay down so here. She, so she she just made the audible. She called yeah. the audible Monday <laughs> yep. night like, ah, you know what? Play action, I right? I think I'll stay in full cell for a while. <laughs> I know I know. Ishan cannot wait to talk about the Nia irresistible Jax, force. <laughs> but e, you had a, uh, you actually had a question surrounding nxt so you might as well hit that too yeah you know i've been talking about nxt for quite some time um really enjoyable show and i just wonder like why when i say why don't we i mean we as wrestling fans right we say you know if you're watching this show or you're listening to us on the pod you're probably you know a hardcore fan Mm -hmm. and why aren't we watching nxt because I feel like it's a it's a brand that's tailor made for hardcore wrestling fans. And when you look at the ratings, you know, and let's let's take let's take the revamp when Vince and Bruce went down there and they fired everybody and brought two people in and they all they take that time period out. Um, it's been some time since that, and especially when Shawn Michaels is really has kind of revved up the creative on that show. Why are we watching that show? Because there's a lot of good things on the show. I, I would assume that you guys watch majority of the show. Um, mm-hmm. What do you guys think about the NXT brand and why aren't maybe you as a fan watching more and why don't you think people watch in general? For me, I think it's the obvious for me. It's just the time. We get only so many hours in a week to watch wrestling. I think that got burned when 2.0 first came out and it was nothing like what I expected. So. Every time I watch NXT now, which is only maybe 30 minutes once a month, I'm still impressed. I still like what I see. It was just that I feel like I probably was burned when 2.0 came out. It was like, hey, I was an old school NXT fan. You, you switched the game up on me. Um, and then plus, again, we're already watching roughly, what, five to six hours of Raw, SmackDown, Collision. Actually, it's more than that, like eight hours roughly of Dynamite, Collision, Raw, SmackDown a week. So I think for me, it's purely just the, the time. I don't think that there's anything I saw like today where I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch this next week. Like I'm actually kind of interested to watch next week. I typically watch more than not. I don't watch live, but yeah, you're talking nine hours between WWE and AEW main shows. And it was the same reason why ROH was not going to get any time from me, even if the show was great. Same reason why I never watched dark or elevation, even though those were, we know what, what that was about on YouTube, but uh, we're already, I'm already watching Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 
Saturday. If there's a pay-per-view on Sunday, then Sunday. But I like I, said, I do watch more often than not. I I watch for like the probably the last since two PLEs ago. I will watch at least something from each show. Now there was times where I fast forward through a lot, or I only check out the highlights of anything that I think is going to be good. But to actually like sit down and watch the full two hours, I have I've I've done that maybe. That's probably like maybe once a month. Uh, but to your point, I am thoroughly entertained when I do watch it. There's some hokey things, but I, I I like the hokey stuff, like the show. You know, last night when uh, I forgot it was Rock's daughter, uh, I forgot her her group. Ava. Right. Yeah, Ava. They and, they, they uh, have the promo and they got like the little funky music in the background. Super hokey, but I'm like, this is cool. Like like NXT is also the kind of thing where you would say it's a buffet. That's also NXT. I can see that. Um, because you get everything from NXT. Now, there are some people that I'm not that high on. Like when I watch, I'm kind of like, okay, that, they're cool, but I don't, I'm not super invested. So probably the answer would be the reason why I don't watch weekly two hours, even if it's on, you know, DVR, it's probably just because there's some people down there that I'm not into, but like their main event scene, I'm, I'm locked into it. Absolutely. Cause time for me is what prevents me from watching it more often than not. Cause if you think about it, as far as like the time aspect of it, we thought we didn't have enough time to watch more wrestling before a collision, right? But right. now we're finding, we're figuring out how to shuffle two hours of collision into our into our on a diet. Saturday. You know, how uh, much of a loser are day, we? <laughs> hey, well, well Sunday morning for me, right? Because <laughs> it was always going to be it's always going to be a Sunday show for me. Um, but you know, back in the day, I used to always try to get uh, Matt to watch TNA. Like Matt, e, I don't have enough time, and Back then, we only had five-hour shows. Now well, he's watching 25 hours. So I feel like as fans, you know, we can put more. It's all, it, hey, to have too much good wrestling is, is a problem, right? But we can always fit in where we can get in. Um, mm -hmm. But I will say as far as NXT, for those who aren't watching and maybe watch more often, you think about NXT right now is not too much further, far away from the NXT Black and Gold era. Right back then, you had more seasoned talent, right on that main roster, wrestling at a high level. But a lot of these new guys are, especially the main event scene, are, are wrestling just as a high level. It's a very easy show to watch. You know who to root for. You know who to root against. Um, you know they're not going to really insult your intelligence much, right? Um, so it's a very easy watch for me, and I think it's a perfect synergy between NXT in the main roster right now. I think that if this synergy was present back when the Golden Black was uh, around, I think the company would have been in better better standing right now, right? Because you can see there's an emphasis on, on you know, if, let's say you got like Baron Corbin down there. You got Ali. Guys, they're not doing a whole lot in the main roster. Well, okay, why don't you go work with younger talent down at NXT? Let's refresh your act. Do something new down there, right? Work with the new talent. Then you got Becky Lynch winning the championship. I'm sure she's going to get proper shine on the main roster they're gonna uh, elevate the show they're gonna advertise the show they're gonna make it seem important you might even see something with the draft so i think there's a perfect synergy right now and i think back in the day i think one of the things matt was saying is like hey i'm gonna get invested into this talent and then they're gonna get caught up you know in two months and they're gonna be a different character well now i, different. I mm -hmm. don't think you're going to get that now i think the guys who they are who they are you know shine and triple h have a synergy amongst each other so you, you, Tiffany Stratton is going to be Tiffany Stratton on the main roster. And the, the thing is, like, her character is made for the main roster. I think they, they are making characters that's there going to is. eventually cross over to their mainstream audience. So I think it's just a perfect time to get in um, to, into the division. Yep. No, I was going to say that. I was about to pull up the roster. Do you guys know it? If you look at their roster, the roster in terms of their characters, the gimmicks, they're ready made for main roster. Yeah, they may have to make some tweaks. It wasn't like black and gold. Black and gold mm -hmm. was black and gold walked so AEW could run. That was what black and gold NXT was. But we knew there were people that were like, man, this works in black and gold, but man, this ain't probably gonna work on W. Or mm -hmm. they're not going to allow it to work. Vince is going to make a change. And the, that was the biggest, yeah. the biggest one was Bailey. Bailey still could be 
the female John Cena. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they would have to make some tweaks at this point, but it didn't work. And it didn't work because they didn't want it to work. Uh, But yeah, but if you kind of look at, you know, the, the top folks in NXT, you look at that and say, yep, that can translate now to Raw and SmackDown seamlessly compared to what it was in Black and Gold. So that, that's a really good call there. I didn't quite see the vision of 2.0 when it first happened. And I think a lot of it was fueled because it was like Vince took over it. So I guess there was some resentment that maybe I had with that because... No, it sucked. What, <laughs> but but we sick. also didn't see the vision. I mean, you go from something that was so good, like technically sound in the Black and Gold brand to... 2.0 with a lot of green new face people and it was just something that I, I just didn't see the vision but like you said they are absolutely easier to pluck out here and add them to the main roster um, one thing I noticed and just today and probably just a couple minutes ago while y'all were talking is it me or does it feel like NXT women's division is plentiful and important there it's more so than it way. is than in the main card I it's only come out way. here every single week and say Shawn Michaels and Scott DeMore and Impact are only two shows that know how to book women's wrestling. But like, a, right but now. it's plentiful Amer- women in, like, in America. I'm, I'm in like, America. I, I've heard you say that plenty of times. I've even heard you mention that. But you think of, or for me, I thought of just really a few women. Your top two or three. But like watching last night NXT, there was a lot of women. They had important roles. Like watching the show itself, it probably is just as much men I saw on TV as women between the back, um, the backstage scenes and, and wrestling. Wouldn't that be a pretty fair statement to make? Probably close. Yeah. But it's, it, once again, it's presentation. They have the capable, able bodies on main roster WWE. They just aren't using them the way Sean uses them in NXT, the way Impact uses them. But that is going to change because who came back Monday night, baby? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Eshan, take it away. Eshan may be the biggest Nia Jax fan in the history. I'm going to lay out right now for the next five minutes. Go ahead, Eshan. Eshan, when we we enter the main event and they going and they're trying to sell the story, all of a sudden now Raquel is stronger than Rhea. And taller. First time. They've told the story, but okay, yeah. whatever. I'm going to just go with it because I don't want to be grumpy old man. So we're going with that story. There's nobody stronger than Raquel, not even Rhea. She's dominating her. She's about to throw her in the ring. Then we get somebody to come hit her from behind. Rolls her up as Nia Jax. Eshan in that moment. What went through your head, sir? Excuse my language, God. I said they got me fucked up. <laughs> How so, Ishan? How so? We we gonna end the the hiring freeze to bring back Nigel? Look, I, I don't wanna. You know, you what, I, alone, man. I wasn't gonna come on here and talk about Nigel. It's nothing personal, man. I just I'm just this is just about the character in her wrestling. I I am just not a fan. I think she's horrible in the ring. I think she's a horrible <laughs> wrestling personality. I don't think there's anything redeeming about what she does. And they brought her back, and she looked horrible. Not not physically. That's just looked all right physically, actually, kind of. Yeah, she looked, she looked really good. great. You can go on some yeah. with that. She looked kind of. She looked great. She sure did. I mean, for for a moment, I forgot about how bad she was in the ring. Um, but then she sat down. I mean, like her her bonsai splash, man. It looked she like the bonsai drop, baby. It looked like Rhea felt all of that. Like she just put on nothing but ass and and thigh all over her, man. I, just, I thought she was about to sit on her face. <laughs> That's why oh Jeff should say that. Then, it's episode sixty nine. Well, I'll save hey, it for that. And then, Oh my God, sixty nine, and, and then then she uh, added insult to injury. She started smacking the shit out of her. She sure did, mm-hmm. right? Like she had to react to it, right? Because uh, she started smacking. Her. She was too a little too hype, man. I'm not excited about anything she's gonna bring back to the roster. Um, hey, I hope she changes my mind, man. And Rhea, I mean, and Naya, if you ever listen to this man, is nothing personal. I just don't like you as a wrestler. I'm sure you're a, a you're a beautiful woman, and I'm sure you are a nice person, but your character is horrible it's the shits and i'm not looking forward to anything you do in the main roster i'm sorry to tell you that i think it's the chip on her shoulder that you see and that you feel that way and i don't know if it's because she's samoan i don't know if it's because she's related to the rock or she's just a no, larger it's just that woman she's bad in the ring that's all it's just <laughs> she's bad in the ring 
and she's an even horrible pro promo and personality. Well, I, I like Nia just, Jax. I think it's just because like her song, she's not like most girls. And that's probably why you're getting her a little like maxed up. Girls. Yeah, you don't know how to take her. Uh, I'm not mad at it. I at like all. Nia. I'm not mad at it. I, I still wish we would have got and Rhodesia and Vows. I've been talking about for years, way before the Bloodline story started. Mm-hmm. I came up with this Samoan mafia family, or I think I called it Samoan gangster family. I can't remember. One of the two. And it was kind of what we got from the bloodline. And it was putting all the Samoans together and just and you had her running in rough shot. Yeah, I had her yeah, in. She's, uh, I, had she's her, I had her and Tamina in. I'm going to running rough shot. And, and she was like the heater, where she really didn't wrestle much, but like kind of like what Rhea does. But now Rhea's starting to wrestle again. But it was almost a carbon copy of what Rhea does for the judgment day. So I'm I'm not mad at it. I do know that they said that uh she is now set to be the number two hill on Raw behind Rhea. So she's getting <laughs> a monster push. Uh, I guess she's been under contract for like over a month. They said and they was waiting to debut her. So I'm not mad at her. To your point, reason why I brought that up right there, Rudy, is because you talked about it seems like there was just a lot of women presence on NXT. The more women we can get, the better on Absolutely. WWE TV. So I'm cool with that. Uh, and the match was the match I thought we were going to get at Payback. That was a completely different and better match than the first one they had so they were they were holding back um i did really enjoy the match like i said i didn't get down with the whole raquel's the strongest woman and nah i, I don't i don't get down like that because y'all have never said it before that but right. i know we got to sell things i i, I tell a story got to sell things yep i understand mm-hmm. that but i hated it i didn't like that um, i thought that when she was on sitting on her and smacking the shit out of Rhea. I was like, she she was actually hitting her like she, like she thought it was Charlotte. Oh. No, she was no. Remember they were throwing live rounds. She was she, that was the open hand Monday night. That was closed fist with Charlotte. I saw she that said, you, look, today. you look you look good enough like Charlotte. Bing bing. I saw bing, that clip bing. today. Wait, wait, she was still she was in Charlotte's wedding. So, yeah, they, they're cool. Yeah, yeah. she um. Yeah, um that? Charlotte, they didn't yeah. have any issues after that. That's oh, why no. Lord. And Young Bucks would have did the same thing. CM Punk will still be in AEW right now. Yeah, Nia cheering with uh, Charlotte Andrade for her comeback. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so all y'all making fun of my girl Nia, she's going to show and prove. All y'all wrong. I mean, she may not, but I'm here for I'm she excited. I'm excited. Yep. Right. Super excited. excited. Yep, she, mm. she looked great. What do y'all think about, uh, so now we got week two of the Jey Uso story. What's your quick, incomplete thoughts? I'm still incomplete. Uh, I was actually about to spin the question around to y'all and kind of ask y'all, why is the judgment day going after him so hard? So I don't know if I just like completely ignored your question there. Uh, I just feel like it's still incomplete. But my whole thing is just the message we got from Raw was they want him. That's a big part of the story. Besides, everybody hates him. (laughs) Except for the judgment day. They all respect him. They respect him. Best part of Raw was when uh, he wasn't paying attention to a damn thing Finn said. Finn's Put y'all backstage. Oh, yeah. And he's like, Rhea likes you. He's like, for real? <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was all of us at that moment. I understand, Jay. You are, you are all of us, sir. We appreciate that. Uh, I, I like the story. Actually, I think the story, they have legs. I don't know how, once again, we don't know how this is going to finish up. Maybe they come back together as a bloodline in January to start the Mania build, or maybe it's February. I, who knows? But they can run this for the rest of the year easily. And I think he's showing there's a, and yes, it's presentation, but there is a significant difference in presence between Jay by himself and Jimmy by himself Mm -hmm. that I did not know was there like that three weeks ago. You didn't. Yeah, I would have thought the, that the, you would have known the, the, amount of, the amount of push that Jay's been getting over this whole program. He's I'm the one just, that's been going head to head with well, Roman, not Jimmy. Well, yeah, but I'm talking just like even just I'm talking about presence. So if you take just like they have their entrances, I know one is, of course, hype. The other one is more subdued. But when you watch him by himself, Jimmy, there, he is a few levels below what Jay looks like. And I, I didn't think it was that big of a, a contrast before this. That's all. Hmm. What I found interesting that we got it that quick was Jay accidentally super kicking KO um, and them 
you know, that happening. Because, of course, we knew when KO came back, oh, it's, there's pay, hell that's got to be paid by Jay and by Sammy. Um, but when he super kicked him, I was like, sheesh, that's not that's not helping your case at all, Jay. See, this is this is what like when you guys were coming to me last week about I want storylines in wrestling. You was give me a dude a neck brace. That wasn't it. This is it. Because that's storytelling right there, right? Because like he kicked him in the face. Kevin KO now doesn't know how to take him. It's like this thing with the Judgment Day. Is he going to join? Which he probably won't. But it's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds and what happens. Because a lot of ways, like we kind of did talk about on last week on Raw, like Dominic created a, a, a narrative that was kind of true. You kind of felt for him in a lot of ways, right? That he really believes this story that he had is about his family, like abandoning him and you know his dad being a dead, deadbeat dad and how. He knows how it feels to, for a family being against him and et cetera. And then, you know, it kind of had Jay thinking a little bit. Um, it's just interesting the story that they're trying to tell. Now, you can kind of know where it's going to go. But the journey right now is really nice. But you think about the journey we're taking on Raw. The journey is kind of wacky over there on SmackDown. But I'm enjoying what we're getting on Raw. Well, I was about to ask you, you brought up the uh, Roddy Strong piece again that we talked about on Sunday's pod. So whose story is better right now? Roddy's story with MJF and Adam Cole or Jimmy's story right now with the bloodline? To me, Roddy and Adam Cole is. You guys have like the worst takes and opinions on wrestling. I'm, oh my God. Roddy, do you really, I think, I think, I think he just, I think he just, I think he really just we, dislikes Roddy because you got no, Jay, well, well, you got two well, weeks no, well, in of well, Jay. This one, he, this one, he just doesn't have an answer. And instead of him saying it is Roddy because the Jimmy story is dead on arrival in SmackDown, he doesn't want to say that because then he'll know I'll say, aha, I got you. And then we'll move on. So he had to go with, we have the worst takes in, in the world. Cause there's no way in the world he thinks Jimmy super kicking Roman to get out the bloodline me, and now me, asking to get me, back in the let bloodline. Me, let me, let me, I do have an answer. Then a I, real life let story me, let me tell you. with Adam Cole. I, I don't think, I don't think Roddy Strong is funny. I don't find him charismatic. I give but a there's shit a story, about, I, but it's still a story. I give that's that's the I whole thing. A, You're trying to say it I wasn't give, a story. It's a story. No, 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 I actually, I'm, I'll, I'm actually more intrigued than where Jimmy <laughs> yeah, so goes no than where Roddy goes. No, I am not what you're more intrigued with. I'm only going with the facts and what you've seen for the last two weeks since Jimmy has been back. It's, it's funny. I can say yes in a thousand ways, but until you hear yes, you don't hear yes. Yes, Matt. No, Jesus Christ. Okay, so then, so you think the Jimmy story better? And if anybody's listening, that just shows you how bullheaded Ishan is when he knows he's wrong exactly. he still goes with it nobody in the world would say this Jimmy story is good <laughs> no, nobody. Roddy, Roddy is not funny and he is not to intriguing. you though but that's to he you is, he that's is you like, when, when Roddy damn like, near broke his toe kicking the tire it is, popped me it popped me well, you also hey. like the Leatherface uh, Jeff Jarrett match too. No, I didn't. So I no, I didn't. Yeah, well, the match, did. no, the match, the match yeah, I did. did. The match like, I did. So but like, when Leatherface came out, I said, uh, "Okay, no, we went to a whole nother yeah. level at that point." That was where these are probably your worst taken yeah. history of the show. <laughs> That's the one that, like, two years from now, when we are like nationally syndicated and all that, people are going to pull that up. And it's like, are you look what well, she all said. the fake blood and everything. That match yeah, was yeah. that match was great until Leatherface came out. That was horrible. Speaking of matches for uh, Dynamite, who do you guys have winning between Samoa Joe and Roddy Strong to take on MJF at uh, Grand Slam? Oh, Roddy Strong's going to win with the neck brace. He's going to choke him out somehow with it, and it's going to continue that great story you guys are talking about. There we go. It has to be uh, Samoa Joe, right? You can't, like, you got to, that, that, that promo segment last week in the ring, you can't just leave that. The Roddy story is more about Adam Cole than it is MJF. About MJF, right. Yeah, so... Are we... Oh, Joe's got to win that. Is it ending at Dreamcast? I call it Dreamcast. It's called Dreamcast, right? Or is that the old... No, it's not all my video game fans. Hey, I started to laugh at her, but then I'm like, I think she might be close to being right, though. Is What's it called? Uh, it's called... It's not Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Let's roll See, with Dreamcast. Let's know. go with that. It might be Dreamcast, though. <laughs> it's not Dreamcast. It's called Dreamcast. Yeah, I think it's, it might be called Dreamcast. It is called Russell Dream, guys. Oh, Close enough. Man. Both of y'all said it was called Dreamcast. It's nuts. <laughs> I had a Dreamcast. Dreamcast was the best system in history before, like, PS5 and 
Series X. It, 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 it was so much better than the PS2. Anybody who played video games back in the day, the best home system ever. It was, yeah. It just... I, like, I, actually, I read a whole like story about that recently, about the demise of the Dreamcast and how it happened. Very unfortunate. What they say? Because I don't remember. It was just Sega was bad, right? Or was it Sony? They came in with the PS2 I, and that was it. I think it was more so the financial piece. I think the Dreamcast costs so much money mm-hmm. that they just couldn't recoup the money back. Mm. It was just they, they just spent too much money man. on it. And was like it was, and it, it was years of Sega flopping too, right? So it was like if this was just one thing, but it was like years of them making bad well, yeah, investments that they they couldn't take this last hit. Sega CD. 32X, Saturn. Yeah, (laughs) I had the Saturn too, bro. Like, oh, the Saturn was actually my absolute favorite one right there. Because I didn't think Saturn was that bad. I had a uh, what was it, Super Nintendo and a Saturn at the same time. I thought I was doing something too. (laughs) Like the Saturn was cool. It just didn't have any games. It just didn't have games. And then remember when uh, Sega CD came out and it was all about like the real full motion video, and that was like the thing. Those are the times. Those were the times. Man, the, the, um, anybody under 30 is like, I don't know what the they talk about. <laughs> they talk about Dreamcast. Do, do it's called Wrestle Dream. Do, you, do your Googles on a Sega Dreamcast, a goaded video game system, for sure. We talked about it on Sunday. We didn't get to it. The Swerve and, and Hangman has been now a week, so we won't deep dive it the way I kind of wanted to. But I do have a question for both of you. After watching that segment, who's going to come out of this feud looking better? Swerve or Hangman? There's a world where both can, because Hangman has been pretty. The, yeah, but like, I, no, I want like divisiveness. I don't. That's an easy answer. Okay. Of course, that's the hope. But... Swerve, because he's gonna be the first black male in NXT. Lord have mercy. AW World Champion. Well, I said who's coming out of the feud looking better. I didn't say who's going to finish their career being better. So after we'll this we'll go with Swerve. Over, are we looking at Hangman? in a much, much higher light than we do now? Or are we looking at Swerve in a much higher light? Since I can't say both, I'll go with Swerve. See, I, I was rolling with you, Rhodesia, because you're saying that Swerve, because that's going to put him on the trajectory to be the next world champion, right? Mm, exactly. I'm with you. And I'm with you on that. I would like that. I just don't think they're going to do it, man. I don't think they're going to pull the trigger on Swerve. Well, I definitely I mean, don't I, think he's... I don't think they'll put a trigger on him being a world champion. I mean, the, the MJF's got too much going on. With well, that. I, I don't mean the. I don't mean. You don't see him in the TNT either TNT or international. You don't see him getting a belt at all. Well, what I mean by pull the trigger by having him winning this feud, right? Because oh, I got think, you. Yeah, got that's it. what I mean by. I don't think they're gonna pull the trigger on Swerve having no win. I think it's gonna be one of those. You know, just like we talked about earlier, he's gonna show. Uh, it's gonna be a good showing. You know, he's gonna be oh, a, a critical go. threat. <laughs> here we go. Right, but at the end, Hangman's gonna win. Right, I, I think I think the story, and we'll see. Like they they could prove me wrong. They have in the past multiple times, um, but I think this is going to be a, a not necessarily a redemption story for Hangman. But you know, is he's questioning his you know his uh his effort, his want, his hunger for the business. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right, he said, "I'll take it and, if you don't want it." And I think this is going to be something that's going to you know Swerve is going to bring something out of Hangman. Right, and he's gonna bring mm-hmm. the the mean, the hungry side of Hangman out. It's gonna propel him to like the next level, maybe the challenge MJF for the championship to some some kind of degree. Um, whereas you know, Swear is gonna be left in the dust with another loss. I think it would be awesome. If they, it'd be shocking if he actually won this. And but at the same time, who would be his next? Uh, who would be his his next person he would wrestle? Right, because Moxie is a, is a heel. "Quote unquote," kind of well, right face because he's there in Ohio and he's taking on Big Bill. So he's he's a he's a face this yeah, week, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, the thing about it when you when you like when you you pull back some layers on it, this could be a story arc like Kenny's story was with Takeshita. Kenny ain't won in like two months, or whatever. I think it was two months or whatever it is. He hasn't won. Um, they could do the same thing with Hangman, where this could be the beginning of him trying to show that. He still has it, and he doesn't. Because do you want Swerve losing two major feuds back-to-back? I, I mean, I'm going to say he lost the Darby-Sting feud. He was the one that went sure. to the casket. So do you want to do that? Or is it going to be enough to where he comes out here and cuts these incredible promos, has a, a hell of a match with Hangman, and that's enough to, as you say, it's a 
it's a good showing. Okay, now he can move move up somewhere else. I don't know. Um, I'm just telling really- both of it's both of these guys can come out better. They should. It, it, it's right. It, it's it's prime ripening for them. They they should swerve have all all that passion. Hey man, we know what he's capable of, and I, but I feel like he's been pretty much dud for a while. It, come on, there there is a world where both can can flourish after this. I, I agree with totally with you, Rhodesia, because I absolutely I think that Hangman will ultimately end up winning the feud. But I think in the story itself, I think that Swerve's going to continue to impress on the microphone. He's going to continue to impress, you know, in the ring because I I think that was a hell of a promo that he cut. I don't know if it was Indeed. his best. Um, maybe it is. I just have. To th- I can't think of another promo I liked by him, by him more. But I want to say, uh, up until this moment, this one of this was like the best promo he's cut, and he seemed so believable. Yeah, you know, in his tone, his cadence, and his demeanor going to the ring. You know, it just was amazing. You know, right? And then you know, Hangman has to keep up, mm-hmm. right? Because like, if you look at the two, there's definitely like it definitely Swerve seems hungry for more and for a bigger spot, you know, not just in character, but just from as a performer, like yep. I want more, like you can see it and you don't, I don't feel that from hangman. And I think that's going to bleed over to the storyline. I think swear mm-hmm. is going to bring and pull some out of hangman. that We haven't seen him in quite some time, maybe from a character standpoint. So like what said, I think we're going to win right there. Just getting more out of hangman. Right, we're going to continue to see Swerve flourish in this role. I think this is going to be probably one of the better feuds. Um, AW is going to have quite, if they give it some time, yep. you know, let them do their due. This will be one of their better, like just, just like pure, simple storytelling. You know, good versus evil type thing. Simple storytelling and where you like both people in it. Like how I watched Tiffany and Becky strictly to see what Tiffany was going to do. We're watching this feud to see both of them push each other because. Let's be honest, Hangman laid out for Swerve he, in that promo. He could he have, did, you know, I, it's, it's not time yet, but typically in, in that type of promo, the face can come back and fire up and basically squash everything that the, the Hill just said. And you, you know, you want me to show you who I am? Let's fight. And he could have took all that heat that Swerve just had and, you know, kind of threw it away. And he didn't. He ate it. He ate it all. And I'm sure we'll get a promo. Maybe, you know, this week on AEW where he kind of can start telling that story. But this is, to me, this is the type of uh, storyline and feud that can really build momentum for both of them and for whatever show it's going to be on. If it's going to be on Dynamite or Collision, it looks like they're really starting to flip-flop people now that Punk is gone. But wherever it's at, I think there, there's, a, there's a, there a really big opportunity. I want this to stay you- on Dynamite. Um, but I can see it being on collision too. Oh, uh, definitely. Hey, before you go um, real fast, Rhodesia, um, let me tell you something, man. You talked about Miz and LA Knight and how you know Miz is, was kind of eating up LA Knight. Yeah. I feel like Swerve is going to eat up Hangman on the, on the microphone if Hangman doesn't step up and bring something new to the table verbally. We know he can go in the ring, right? We've seen right. him have those bloody matches with Moxley. Um, but we haven't seen him turn up on that microphone and show some fire on that bad boy. Like we've seen him do a little bit with punk, a little bit, mm-hmm. right? But you know, he not the shooting. way Swerve's given to him. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. He started shooting. On that. It's acting. Remember it was it in any given Sunday? We're actors. We're acting. Yep. <laughs> this is Jimmy a movie. Fox. Talking about oh Cool J. <laughs> so quick question for y'all. Something a little bit lighthearted on this one here. When Swerve was going in on Hangman, did you think for a hot second he was about to talk about Hangman having action figures on the shelves? <laughs> no. Yeah. I didn't think so. I did. No. I was I like, oh my God, so. he's about to go. I was like, oh, he's a punk guy. <laughs> no, because like, cause Swerve, is, Swerve was dead serious. He, ain't, he yeah. wasn't there for games. He wasn't <laughs> no, there for games. I'm like, this, this is why, like, this, on, this is why your man. boy... Prince Nana, man. Hey, you know what it Come is. Come out there, shutting and jiving. Air horns. For the crowd, man. Ooh, you should be Prince Nana like for that. Halloween. You should be Prince Nana for Halloween. We'll take some photos, plaster all over social media. We'll get Prince Nana to, to retweet it, send oh, it out on Instagram. Sweet. 
that's that's the way to go, man. No, I, mean, you, I think no. you are his biggest fan. Before anybody no. even really cared about him, you hated him already. So like they say, but hate he, is like really close to love. But mm-hmm. you know what though? You know what though? Like I like well, one thing. I like um, Prince Nana a hell of a lot more than Roddy. I think Prince Nana is way more entertaining, wow. funny than anything Rodney's ever you, he's done. He's a hater. Um, but like Nana, like if he just if he just tones it down. Just a tad, right? Because he can't now. He can't now, man. Because the reason why I say <laughs> oh, that, because because in in a lot of ways it is kind of entertaining a little bit, but I think it mm-hmm. takes away from what Swerve's doing. It's the only thing that I really that's my biggest thing. Because you know you got Swerve coming out looking razor focused, super slow, like slow, you know he's just kind of yeah, like menacing. Like he's he's like a like oh. super villain, right? Then you got this dude. He's like the, the jester, like you know rolling next to him. If he can just turn it down a little bit, I like what he's doing. Like, he kind of announced he's kind of like Swerve's hype man, you know, giving the mic. I like all that. But he can just turn it down a little bit because Swerve on a whole nother level than what Nana doing right now. And now that whole Nana thing is cool for Cage and the other Jokers. But when Swerve out there, I need him to, like, take some of that eyes off of him and put it all on Swerve. And we got Cage and uh, Hangman tonight, which is going to be crazy. I think so. That's number three. I think, so. I think, I think they're 1-1. One, one. So okay. we know how that's going to finish. Yeah. Cage is part of Swerve's group. So should be, so fun. Ishan, should be, should be fun. Between um, Prince Nana and Alex of Lucha, Lucha Bros guy, who do you dislike more? <laughs> oh, Alex. <laughs> the hype man. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, quick hits. Uh, going back to WWE, I can't buy into Shinsuke as a challenger right now. What? And I'm going back to you lost clean, and I don't even understand why you even are getting another shot. So, like, the videos, they, they just should have protected that finish better. If we were going to continue this, figure out a, a different finish. That finish was just a miss. So, me watching the videos on Monday night, and they were done well. Him still talking in, you know, his native language and the subtitles and all that. But I'm just like, nah, man, like you lost already. Like you lost already. Like why, why do I think you have a chance? And yeah, they, they can tell the story of Seth's running too hard. And, but I was like, oh, I'm disconnected. When I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is not doing it now for me. Mm. So I know I'm probably in the minority in that, but I was like, Mm-mm, I don't know about that. What did you feel? Uh, how do you feel about Seth's, I guess, response to it before we saw Shinsuke beating up? Um, I forgot. Oh, Ricochet. Ricochet. You, yeah. And we- man, he's another one. I thought he was going to be out of here. And when? After. When he won the tournament last year. Well, no. You, you oh, wait, wait, the IC Championship. Let's go back to that. Let's go back. I'm about to get hype again. That tournament. I'm talking about when he, him and Paul fought. At SummerSlam, when he lost, I'm like, okay, this is going to be a completely now different direction for Ricochet. And they're about to push him to the stratosphere. And that's, like, nothing. So, dis- I'm disappointed in that. But, um... But Seth's, okay, I mean, his um... Promo, his was cool. He was good, okay. Yeah, like, I, th- I thought it was cool, but I just can't... I'm not emotionally invested at all. And, and all you had to do was figure out a, a finish to that match at the pay-per-view where you still protected Shinsuke... And this is a different story for me, but you didn't. So now I'm just like, whatever, man. I don't care. Tell you what I do care about. Oh, sorry. What's that? How you feel about it? Oh, I mean, I'm as I'm as I'm as uh, invested in as I was the previous match. So minimal. Very. I actually fast forwarded through Seth. I I fast forwarded through Seth. His entire little exchange. Uh, I only stopped to, to we put the boots down at Ricochet, and I thought, like, damn, poor Ricochet. I thought mm-hmm. he actually did pretty decent with his uh, Logan Paul feud, and hated it. You know, man. all that work. You know, he got yep. beat down in front of his woman, and he yeah. ain't been the same and nothing. since. Po- and nothing. Poor Rico. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it. Poor Rico. Bring him down to NXT, brother. Yeah, we got to. We got to figure this out, man. I don't like the way they're doing you. Uh, what I was about to say was what I am, and I know all you guys enjoy it. Uh, that Gunther segment was awesome. Mm-hmm. They they made him hitting that record as big as it should have been. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Loved the pyro. Loved them being in the suits. I love that uh, Chad Gable basically ran back. 
the promo that he did strictly on dot com mm-hmm. last week where he said, I swear to God, I'm beating you and I'm taking that title. So as a babyface, we know now he's going to take the title. You can't say that. Uh, do we think that's happening at what is it called? We just had uh, Dreamcast. No, <laughs> no mercy. No, no, that's on. That's on. What no, you call that's, it? That's NXT. NXT. That's NXT. <laughs> it's one of the ones that they haven't used in a while. I and I just remember. knew it. I knew it yesterday. I can't remember now. Whatever. Hey, did, did uh, you love Gunther with the no socks and loafers? He killed that look. Yes. Uh-huh. It looked great. Yep. Uh-huh. He killed that look. I'm going to come on probably. I, I, didn't, and then... I, I didn't expect him to, to, to do that look, though. He don't look like that type of look. You know I've seen him on Instagram with his lovely bride, new bride, in an outfit like that before. Really? So beforehand, yeah, I probably would have like, oh, my God, this is a different look for him. But I've yeah. seen him dress like that before okay. in pictures. Yeah. yeah, he looked good. I just he just don't seem like he would be the, you know that the, the swag suit guy. Mm-hmm. Right. They pulled it off. All, all three of them pulled it off. Oh yeah, they look That's like a million bucks. Look like a million. All right, bucks. we we can't move on until y'all figure out the pay per view name. Okay. They've used it before. Uh, What's that, what time, time of the they, year I, was it? I think the last time Usually. they used it, I, I mean, Dean I'm Ambrose just Google it. I ain't was in WWE, and I want to say it was a March. Actually, it was it was a March pay per view. Not it was bad. a March payback. Is you said we already had payback. Yeah, we already had payback. Like it was an old school March. Old school March uh, was that was was no way out. Yeah, right. So it was, no, it's before that. We got fast lane coming up. Yeah, it's fast lane. Fast lane was it in was. March. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Show was. October and I've been working. Late. I've been working on, and I'm gonna do it probably in the next time I'm on the show. Um, how they announce Gunther. I've been working on it. The ring general, mm-hmm. I, I've been working. Re- I've been working really hard at it, but I don't want to do it right now. You want to give us like a sneak peek? Dang! <laughs> you felt it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's great. So, so do we think that uh, he's beating him in October for the sure. title? Or are they going to run it, or does Ciampa get um, involved first, mm. and then we get that match in like mm. November or December? Damn, where's Johnny at? Well, I thought we was gonna get you know. DIY oh, he was. Uh, yep, he showed up at a at a live event this past weekend, and I think he lost to Omos. Nice. So Johnny is what he is, I guess, at this point. <laughs> but he Poor should Johnny. lose the Omos, right? He's only a third of Omos's size and build. Oh, what you, you know? What you know? What Johnny could do? Johnny could do what Cody's doing right now. And just come out for your entrance. And just I what? Don't what the hell, I don't know what the hell Cody's doing right now. He just comes out for his entrance. Everybody just sings, whoa. Like, you talk about somebody who is completely directionlessness right now. Mm-hmm. That's Cody. It's not his fault. Mm-mm. But they got to figure out what his next few. I don't want to see him again in Dom. Like, when that happened Monday, I was like, <laughs> what are we doing here? I get, the, I get the great pyro for the entrance. But it really feels like he is in a some type of holding pattern yeah and we know what they're holding them for but, but I, 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 I really i really think that um you know r.i.p i think bray wyatt was his next thing i think Ray, I, bring, I think bray was just that next would thing. make sense just from a what we're seeing on tv right now because mm-hmm. yeah. you know it was you know bray was was on was coming back you know he had boots that was being made um i think that was his next thing now he's not mm. there you know you can't just you know create a, a storyline and someone out of, the, out of the blue for him. So I think right now they're going to probably try to fit him somehow into his uh, Jey Uso thing. Somebody on his level too, right? Like he can't, he, he's a, he's a superstar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can't, you can't super put him in star. there with somebody who, cause everybody who's a star is really in a feud right now for the most part. So yeah. you can't just throw him somebody, but yeah, hopefully he gets kind of on track. Cause I, yeah, I noticed that Monday. Um, Xavier Woods and Woo. Drew had a hell of a match. Xavier is that like one guy where you just pick him off like the bench and be like, hey, man, we need you to do this, whatever this is. If it's comedy, if it is being serious, if it is a banger of a match, here you go, man, just need you to do this. And he hits it. I thought that, that was probably the best match of the night. Good match. He took that Claymore, too. Sure did, and I like the way he took it. That wasn't like a normal out of nowhere. It was good. Yep, yeah. they they did they did really really good. I enjoy that. 
Uh, I also thought the six-man tag match was fire, too, with Imperium and Alpha Academy. With Champa. Oh, yeah, and um, uh, what you call it, Tapped. Oh, my God, Gunther is going to just, like, <laughs> he going to kill them. Because <laughs> Gunther, if I remember, Gunther was also in a submission, right? And he did not tap. If yeah, I, I could remember how that ended, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think both of them were. They're going to get an ass whooping from him. So I do have a question, and then we can end on this. And maybe I'm tripping. Back in the day, if two people were in a submission, mm-hmm. or if anybody else was in the ring outside of the legal person when there was a pinfall, didn't the referee not count and tell everybody they had to get out the ring? Or, or yep. like, am I tripping? It's yep. a tornado tag. That was a thing. Yeah, they, they, back in the, okay. back in the day, yeah, it, the only legal men were allowed in the ring. That's what I thought. Okay, because even right. though even the spot where you know the tag they hit their tag team move and then they got the one guy they got to count to five, right? So that's why you count to five. They got to yeah. get out one, two. So they're in there executing moves and holding submissions. It was like, a tornado <laughs> tag. Y'all missed that. Was it? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Oh. <laughs> but but okay, okay. So how about this? What you just said there? There's been times I've seen on both platforms, major platforms, someone's arm, leg, or whatever would be under the rope and still get pinned and counted out. Or pinned out, and I'm like, you can't even go for a cover if if their body part is under the ring, under the rope. Just lazy. That was what we were taught. Yeah, yeah. that was just what lazy. we were taught back in the day. So, all right, guys. Uh, before we get out of here, what are we most looking forward to for the rest of the wrestling week? Yeah, that's a, I want to see the next exchange between Roddy Strong and his storyline. And quick hit, Marvel vs. Capcom was my favorite game on the Dreamcast. That was a good one. Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was 2, but whatever. Classic game. Uh, yeah, maybe it was 2. I thought it was 3. I think it was 2. Yeah, okay. You know, um, last thing on the Dreamcast, you know, like those NBA 2K games really ate. They ate on the Dreamcast. Um, NFL 2K. Those are still better than the Madden games we get now. And you guys might not be aware of them. Um, Fire Pro Wrestling D was also on the Dreamcast. Amazing game. This was the first game wrestling game that you can download new moves. Um, Spike was the manufacturer of the game, and you can download new moves directly to the game, right? And I don't know what we have used for internet back then, but it was just so, from a technology standpoint, like a breakthrough. It was amazing. Um, as far as I'm looking was forward that, was to... That an import? Was that an import? That wasn't a U.S. game, right? It was an import. Okay. It was yeah, an import. Yep, it was an import. Um, you know what? I guess I... I, I'm actually really interested in to checking out Impact this week. I want to see oh, nice. the new okay. production. Okay, uh, I like to give Impact a shot every now and then because they have some talent over there. Um, Bubba Ray on uh, Bust Open has really been touting it. I know you mentioned. Oh, so that, that, does that start this week? The new production. Um, I, you know, I've watched the preview from uh, a week ago, and the show looked a little better because, man, the production that I watched like a couple months ago. It just looked like Bush League, and it just really took away from. I'm not really even a wrestling snob like that, but the production just really didn't do it for him. So I'm, I'm looking forward to giving it another shot. Speaking of, and also that was the other thing too. Back to your, because you just said about the production. You guys know I am a production snob. If you were to take NXT out of Full Sail, I call it Full Sail, so I don't even know if that's what it's called. Um, it's performance and, Center. And if you somehow can go to like really, really, really small arenas. I would watch that show and watch every minute of that show. It is like just the, them being in that small, same people in the crowd that's kind of like fatiguing a little bit. You said that before. Um, yep. Yeah. For me, it is SmackDown. We got Cena on the Grayson Waller effect, so I'm interested to see where we lead with that. And then we get LA Knight and Miz again. So they must have a plan on that show. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what that looks like on SmackDown. All right, ladies and germs, we are out of here. Shout out to show socials. That's FNW on Twitter and on Instagram, YouTube. That's freaking wrestling. 
leave us five star reviews comments all that kind of good stuff shout out to everybody that follows the twitter or the x that really are involved with the show we appreciate you guys we love you guys we will be on our good guys ryan's podcast it is called parallax he drops on thursday and i think he drops the youtube and the audio we'll give you guys some more information on that probably on our sunday show but check that out on thursday parallax with ryan will be on his youtube and on his uh, podcast audio podcast so it should be very very cool like i said we talked for about two hours things we typically don't talk about on our show um so you guys really really like it if you like us and i know you like us because you're listening to us right now so that is everything we have for you guys we will be back to talk to you on sunday of next week have a great week peace